0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, I'm going to discuss movies and TV shows that accurately portray therapy. And hang around because I'm also going to be giving away a free hypnosis guide. Stay tuned. Great heavens! What kind of radio show is this?
0: Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David
1: R. Wright. What is going on, people? It's David Wright here, the Motor City Hypnotist, back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Coming to you again from the podcast... Detroit, Northville Studios. You know, you're, you're becoming a
0: regular. I, I am. I'm enjoying this. I well, really am. And,
1: and you know, and the thing, I've, I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts on the network, Matt, and, yeah. and the, when, when they call it the Detroit podcast, and yeah. they're, not, they're not saying it correctly. It drives me nuts. <laughs> well, podcast thanks for getting Detroit. it right. Podcast Detroit. Yes. yes. Northville. Podcast yes. Detroit. This is the Northville location. <laughs> I appreciate you for that. <laughs> anyway, Matt Fox is with me as usual. Thank you. Hanging out in the booth and I don't know what you're doing in there, but I'm clicking buttons and I'm making, I'm making you look pretty on the camera. So well, it's really tough. I I need that. (laughs) What the the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So you can find me, the Motor City Hypnotist at my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. And um, all of the podcast episodes are posted there. So if you want to go back and listen to a prior one, it's all there. Uh, And also the show notes, if you're looking for specific links and information, that is all there. And you can also visit my store on my website, where you'll find all kinds of cool things, such as MP3 recordings, hypnosis MP3 recordings, eBooks, marketing materials. um, Yeah, we we got a bunch of crap there. So yeah, take a look at that. Yes. Uh, You can find me on social media, on Facebook, Motor City Hypnotist, YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist, on Twitter at Motor City Hypno, and also on Instagram Motor City Hypno. And if you would like to contribute financially to the show, um, I would appreciate that. And for those of you who become patrons on Patreon, uh, you can get cool stuff like this. Uh, this coffee mug is one of the things that you'll get. I'm, I'm showing it to every camera, like I'm on the news <laughs> news station, like which camera's live. Uh, t-shirts, uh, you also get early access to the podcast show and also early access to the video of the show. So yeah, if you'd like to contribute, I would appreciate that. That would be fantastic. And as usual, on every episode, I'm giving away a free hypnosis guide, again, a PDF I wrote that explains the ins and outs of hypnosis, it goes all the way back to, to episodes one and two, where I explain what hypnosis is, and also cover some myths and misconceptions as well. And um,
0: one of the things, uh, David, I, I really enjoy about your shows yeah. is they're 30 minutes a piece, and that is plenty of time for folks not I, to, you know, an hour is great, but 30 minutes really it, it helps folks to really manage their time
1: yeah, properly. Yeah. Well, and, and I and I always kind of consider people. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts in their vehicles, mm-hmm. and most people I would dare to say probably have on average a 30 minute commute wherever yeah. they're going. Yeah. 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 And especially right now with, well, a lot of people are not driving to work. They're working from home. But, right. but I just find 30 minutes to be a lot easier to fit in. Sure. You know, people's schedules you and, um, you know, we are, you know, we're doing a lot of shows, which is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you can just sit down for 30 minutes, take a break, listen to the show and um, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Thank you. It's perfect. Um, this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast is brought to you by Banner Season. Online marketing is saturated and people rarely open their emails. Are you in sales or does your business market to customers? How do you connect with family, friends, and clients? Banner Season takes your marketing into the real world by delivering kindness and thoughtfulness directly to your clients physically. Imagine the excitement of your family, friends, and customers as they receive personalized cards and gifts in their mailboxes. Go to BannerSeason.com slash fantastic and begin today to express kindness and make connections with others. And just a quick disclaimer that uh, I am a, an affiliate for that. So if you click through, it doesn't cost you anymore, but um, I do benefit. So I just want to make that disclaimer up front. So honest. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'd like to say that because sometimes people try to sneak in. Links or affiliate links and right. you have no idea. And it just, for me, I, I don't like when people don't tell me what they're, right. you know, I What's just like pay- to be up front with it. Appreciate that. Cool. You know, it's time for Matt.
0: Oh gosh. I think, you know, we do this every week and yes. uh, the first one was amazing. I can't wait to see what happens now. <laughs> The is done.
1: that's the way to start the weekend winner of the week coincidentally it's so funny because I, I i put this together gosh weeks ago when i was prepping for this podcast and and you know wanted to use that soundbite i just happened to be flipping through the channels the other night at midnight and guess what was on oh no rocky balboa was on and i ended up watching the rest of the whole thing of course yeah, I, I, it was up to like almost two in the morning because i had to finish it <laughs> the first one right no, it was the last one. Oh, the last one. Yeah, the very that last one. That is the last one, one yeah. Yeah, you know, or the old man. Gah. Sylvester Stallone <laughs> is like a 60-something-year-old, takes on, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, not that any of those movies are realistic, but Rocky they're five, fun to watch. Rocky 5. Oh, worse. Thousand. Oh, no, 5 Five was the worst of the whole series. little
0: Spaceballs reference for yeah, you. Yeah, oh,
1: I know. Yeah. And uh, I just saw that. I just saw that the other day, too. I like, don't I, right. I think it's on Netflix
0: right now. Yeah, I think it is.
1: Yeah, I think that's where I, I popped into there on Netflix. Uh so back to our winner of the week please now this is a let me how do i say it this this is kind of a tragic story but as i get through this you'll kind of know why this is the winner of the week um bridger walker and i don't know if you heard about this story i have not okay bridger walker is a six-year-old boy who risked his own life to save his four-year-old sister didn't know his name i've read Mm -hmm. the story
0: i I read the story i just didn't pay attention to the name i didn't recognize the name until you just described it so yes
1: so bridger walker from wyoming stepped in front of his little sister as a charging dog approached taking several bites to the face and head which resulted in 90 stitches and if you saw the pictures it's really it's really sad online um Asked by his family why he jumped between his sister and the dog, the family quoted him as stating, "If someone had to die, I thought it should be me." I mean, this is a six-year-old kid. Yeah, that that that's just now. Now, there's that in and of itself makes this kid a winner. Yes, absolutely. There were some additional um, uh, additional events that occurred after that. Mm-hmm. After news of his bravery reached the media, many famous heroes reached out to Bridger. Mm -hmm. So far, Anne Hathaway, Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Holland, Hugh Jackman, Zachary Levi, and the Russo brothers have all reached out. That's amazing. Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, and Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor in the films, provided video messages to Bridger, who was a huge Avengers fan. Mm -hmm. So all the way around, other than the tragic incident, just a lot of good and in, in positive things coming out of something that was really tragic. Mm-hmm. Bridger for one being a hero and stepping in front of his sister, the stars who reached out and gave him video messages directly to him. Mm-hmm. I mean imagine how excited that w- that made him.
0: I watched the video of Chris Evans and you know it was a side by side video of Chris mm-hmm. Evans reading the uh, you know Talking to Bridger, right? And Bridger's reaction to it, and Bridger's wearing a full Captain America. Yes, yes, I, know, I, I outfit, did see that. You know it, the, the things that Chris Evans said to him. It's just, you know, heroes don't have to wear capes, and absolutely. Bridger absolutely yes. proved that to everybody yes. in the world.
1: And, and Bridger, you what a what a great kid you are! Our winner of the week. How is done. So we are going to discuss today on this episode um, movies and TV shows that accurately portray therapy. <laughs> there are so many out there. When I started doing research for this, I thought there can't be that many because um, I'm just trying to think in my mind back on movies I saw okay. that had therapy scenes in them. Now, I know there's a lot of different ones after doing research that... Um, don't portray it accurately. It's kind of like if, you, if you've seen any movie that portrays a courtroom. Mm-hmm. It, it's rarely accurate to what really happens in a courtroom. Right. It's, it's dramatized. Right. But there are some movies that really portrayed therapy, I'll say for the most part accurately. I could, I could pick apart every one of them and say, well, that probably wouldn't have happened. But, but overall. Okay. So we're going to count down from five down to one because we want to make it a countdown. Because one is my absolute favorite, so we're going to go from five to one. I, I've actually
0: been—I was when you told me we were doing this today. I went back to last week and I remembered how excited I was for this
1: episode. <laughs> yes, so I can't wait to see I, what your number one is. Well, I'm, I'm is. wondering if any of the ones you thought of will will be in here. Yeah, be too. So yeah. let what's number five. Number five is Antoine Fisher. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You know the movie? I've heard. I, yeah, I've, I know the movie. Okay. Yes. Okay. Of course, in general, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a synopsis for, for those listeners out there. The film focuses on Antoine Fish Fisher, a temperamental young man with a violent history who's serving in the U.S. Navy. Mm-hmm. His father was killed before he was born, and his teenage mother ended up arrested soon after and put in jail. Uh, he was in an orphanage. Long story short, he was in an orphanage. He uh, suffered years of physical and emotional abuse by his by his foster family or, or parents, mm. Um uh, he was molested by an adult daughter, um, so he finally left home at age fourteen. Joined the navy. Again, this is based on a true story, but of course, I'm sure there's some liberties with the uh, with the movie itself. But uh, Denzel Washington plays the doctor. He directed that too. He, he did. He yeah. did direct that. And and the thing that, that's that's realistic about this, it it's not it doesn't it's not nicely wrapped up and easy. And and the thing that I like, and I, I highlighted this because when, when Antoine first goes to see Dr. Jerome Davenport, who's the psychiatrist, um, he's extremely resistant because he's ordered to go. Mm. And I know I see a lot of clients and have over the years that are ordered for some reason or another, court ordered or, you know, um, because of something some kind of legal issues, they have to obtain counseling, so they're typically resistant. let's say that, sure, and that was what was realistic about this situation. He's at first extremely resistant, but gradually comes to trust Davenport and opens up about his traumatic childhood mm-hmm. so for me, that is the whole purpose of a therapist is to build trust you're You're not going to sit down the first session and i and I for, for for other health professionals, mental health professionals out there, you'll know when I say this: the first problem is never the real problem.
0: Mm.
1: When somebody sits down in my office for a first session and they start talking and they bring up things, that there's always something deeper that's driving it. And and not, I don't think clients consciously do this, but they're they're seeing. What they're saying, what your response is going to be. They're right. they're kind of testing the waters to see if they can trust you with they, that deep thing.
0: Any person you meet for the very first time, whether it be in therapy or in public,
1: there are barriers that oh, have absolutely. to be broken down. Absolutely, so. and especially when you're going to be sharing something. Something as well. Again, in this example, something as serious as childhood abuse. Sure, and and again, a lot of embarrassment and and feelings of guilt and and all of that goes in there. So so mm. to trust somebody with that. It takes a trusting relationship. So the, the the thing I do like about that movie is it it shows that that gradual conversion of him able to trust the doctor and end up being helped by it. So mm. yeah, number five is Antoine Fisher. Good good pick. Yeah, number four, and I was kind of torn on this one, um, and I'll tell you why when I after I get into it. Number four is Prince of Tides. Wow. Okay. Don't know if you saw that movie. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while for me too. I revisited some clips for this show. So it's a 1991, and and the thing that I don't like about the movie, I almost didn't put it in for this. It's kind of a romantic movie, right? That's Barbara because, Streisand. Yeah, it's about and, Streisand yeah. and Nick Nolte, yeah. and 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 that's the one thing that I would say definitely this this therapist, Barbara Streisand as a therapist, became way too personally involved and ended up falling in love with him. Right. That that's not. That's, that's not proper. N- that's not PC at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. That should never happen. <laughs> right. However, the scenes of him talking about his experiences, and again, I, I don't want to ruin the m- movie for you. It's but, from 1991, if they haven't seen it yet. Yes, if, the, yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> spoiler warnings, uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Yeah. So anyway, he ends up with this revelation at the end of the movie that he was sexually abused, and, and it, it just comes out. But- but again, I, I, I look at the process of the therapy during that where they've talked, they've talked about a lot of things and take out the romantic thing because, again, that is, is not professional and should never happen. But the therapy part itself was fair, fairly realistic, mm. how he worked to the end to be able to let that out and to be able to tell the truth eventually. Cool. Yeah. Prince of Tides is number four. Excellent. I, I think I, I'm almost sure that you're going to love this one. Go for it. Uh, you're, pro- you're probably right. You know number me well. three is The Sopranos. Yeah, I do like that. Mm-hmm. The whole series opens with Tony Soprano having a panic attack and passing out in his pool or falling into the pool. The mm-hmm. ducks were in the pool. He had this panic attack, and it and it and I maybe I may have this a little bit out of order because I haven't seen that. It's been years since I've watched it. I was a great fan of the show though. Um, it's been a hot second for me, but it opened the very first episode with him in therapy with this therapist played hmm. by uh, um, uh, Lorraine Bracco. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Melfi was, was the psychiatrist, uh, the therapist name And the, the, the great thing is, is throughout the series, it shows these interactions with, with Tony Soprano and Dr. Melfi. And again, him being um again, Going through what a lot of clients go through, resistance and anger. There, there's one episode where he just flips out and flips a table and gets right in her face and starts screaming. Hmm. It's, and, yeah, it's been
0: a while since I've seen this.
1: As a therapist, as, as any therapist should, she, she sets boundaries. She says, I don't accept that kind of behavior here. You're going to have to leave. Mm-hmm. And, and it, something to the effect of, you can't come back unless I know that won't happen again. Well, he had a definite work-life balance issue. Well, he did. He He, he had a lot of things going on in his life that, uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm very important. (laughs) And I know the setting, uh, again, it's a a TV show. It's drama. I get that. Uh, But again, it's somebody in general. Let's just look at the structure of it. It's somebody suffering from anxiety and panic attacks. Sure. And and even somebody in a powerful position like that, with a lot of stress and pressure, and again, take away the drama and the made up part. That that is something that can be very detrimental and very difficult for somebody to deal with. Mm-hmm. So so a lot of the a lot of the therapy sessions and how she deals with with. Tony are are pretty uh, pretty spot on.
0: I'll have to go back and uh, kind of re. I, that's one of the things I put on my list to rewatch during this whole pandemic thing because mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to catch up on shows that I that I watched before but didn't pay a true attention to. Now I'm going back and rewatching.
1: You know, I was I was thinking about that myself because it's been a while since I've watched that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering how it's aged, mm, mm-hmm. and and I and I might I might go back and visit some sessions. on How that. how much skinnier are the ties? You know, I'm wondering. <laughs> right, but I mean the storyline is, of course, it was it was one of the best shows on TV. Yeah. Um, if you've ever looked at um, uh, any of the lists on on either YouTube or online, like the top 20 TV shows of Must all time, watch TV. It, it's yeah. it's definitely in there. Ranked differently with different people, but definitely a good one. Excellent, thank you.
0: Boy, that escalated quickly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tony would escalate quickly. (laughs) Uh, Well, don't stop. Never mind. (laughs) Don't stop a what? Don't stop. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So let's move on to number two. Number two already. Number two already.
0: I'm I'm curious. What it, I'm curious as to what number I'm really curious what number one is, but it's that runner up that folks really want to know. Why not number one?
1: Because well, you picked it as number two. In in this one, um it's a little more obscure. Okay. Um so so I don't know, and, and when I get to it, you know I ain't listening to you no more. No, no, trust me, it it's it's worth it's worth seeing. Um I don't know if you ever saw In Treatment. It was an HBO series. Uh, back in 2008.
0: No. I'm going to be totally honest. I had never watched In Treatment.
1: Okay. It was a show. I think it was on for two seasons, and it was about a psychotherapist. Uh, His name was on the show, Dr. Paul Weston. Gabriel Byrne played him. What Really? Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. Yeah. And and he had this. And and the thing I liked about this, um, what was he was very... He was very therapist like. Mm. I mean, just his mannerisms and his looks and his his interactions. And the layout of the show was kind of cool because each episode was a session with one client, and that would be the episode of the show. Um, and then these clients would periodically come back, okay, in in different episodes, like as their as their next session or follow up session, right. and. But but and and then underlying that was him dealing with his own issues with his own therapist.
0: Okay, so a therapist seeing a therapist. Yeah, there's actually three seasons.
1: Is there uh, three. Yeah, I've just oh, looked at okay, li- looked it up.
0: Yeah, it's three seasons. But a therapist seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like pulling the curtain back almost.
1: Yes. Well, I and know. and I say this, and I I I say this to every client who comes to see me for the first time. I tell them, listen, everybody screwed up. <laughs> doctors, lawyer it doesn't matter what your profession is or what you do. Everybody has stuff they can deal with. And sometimes, and I, I say okay, therapists, forgive me, but um some of some of us are the most messed up people there are. <laughs> I mean, there's that there's that old adage that people get into therapy to fix their own issues. Wow. I don't necessarily think that's true. I, I just think therapists are just like any other profession. Mm-hmm. There there are some who are really good at what they do and some that are Right. Maybe should be doing something else.
0: Well, you know what? That's very PC of
1: you. Well, it is. And because sometimes it it's just um I've I've worked in, in almost thirty years of doing this, I've worked with a lot of different people and, and you know, some are some probably shouldn't be doing what they're okay. doing. This is a mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be a mess. So back to in treatment. It, it yes. was a very fascinating one because there is um again, episode each episode is a different client dealing with their issues. And and it was portrayed fairly well. I, I I the interaction seemed real. It didn't seem like it was a drama made for you know uh, 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 trite cliche interactions. The the writing on this was was really well done. Hmm. Um, and some of the some of the clients that were some of the guest stars were um oh the the guy who played Fraser's dad oh oh shoot uh, uh you would ask me that wouldn't you no i know and and uh, i can't think of his name Ah, uh, sorry guys yeah unfortunately he passed away i think yeah. earlier this year yes, he did. or last year last possibly. Year. Yeah, last year. but he was he was at one of these um it's great because a scene with him he comes in and he sits down and and you can see how like how like um focused on how like ocd he is because he he takes his phone and he puts it just right on the table hmm. and he and he sits just right and and um one of, and he portrays this guy who's who's um runs a business and he's very driven and and uh very ocd and 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 he has a panic attack during one of their sessions wow. which is portrayed really it's Panic attacks, and we we addressed that actually a couple of podcasts ago. We did so. We if, did. You wanna, if you want to if you want to learn more that about that, and, go back. Anxiety, anxiety and, and panic, panic attacks. Yep. It was portrayed fairly well. I know it's different for everyone, but but again, the the it, it was it, that was that was a really good portrayal of somebody in the midst of a panic attack and mm-hmm. how how the therapist dealt with it was really good. You know, actually, just
0: a few moments ago, yeah. just about four hours ago, I mm-hmm. was just I looked up a news story. Um and just on a whim. HBO is actually um unwrapping its strength themed drama in treatment. They're oh. actually thinking of rebooting it oh. for a season
1: four. I would love that, especially yeah. if Gabriel Byrne
0: comes back. And you know, they're actually trying to bring it to today where mm-hmm. they're actually meeting with clients via Zoom. Oh, right. So, really? with the whole pandemic, you know, and what you guys are doing professionally, doing the, uh, you know, you're doing phone treatments, but you can do them Zoom if you want to.
1: Right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you have telehealth and treatments. And telehealth, yes. Thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, it,
0: it could be shot remotely. You know, the, the television show itself could be shot remotely using Zoom. So, that's why wow, they're thinking of that's rebooting
1: interesting. in treatment for season four. Oh, good for you. <laughs> right? No, that, I'll have to look that up. That's exciting to me because I, I really love this show and that's why it's my number two on my list. Well done. Number one. All right, here we go. Number one show, movie or TV that portrays therapy accurately. I'll preface this one by saying it is a very, if you want to feel good watching a movie, don't watch this one. All right. It, it's very emotionally just draining. Ooh. Ordinary people from 1980.
0: Yeah, it has been it has been a real hot second since I've seen
1: Ordinary People. Uh, Donald Sutherland plays the father. Mary Tyler Moore plays the mother. And by the way, this was this that again is back in 1980. She'd been known mostly for just doing comedy and Mm -hmm. you know her own show. She plays one of the oh, how do I say this? One of just. To, honestly, she just plays the biggest bitch in the world as a mother. So let so let me set up the story, and then then we can we can talk about why this one is so great. Please. So Donald Sutherland's the dad. Mary Tyler Moore is the mother. Timothy Hutton is the son, teenage son.
0: Wow. That yeah.
1: Nineteen eighty. Yes. Nice. Uh-huh. And the story is that his brother was killed in a boating accident. Okay. And it's the family trying to cope with the loss of this brother. Ooh. Okay. And yeah. a, and the mother is is really like i said i i'll go through the i'll go through the awards that this this film was up for in a moment but Mary Tyler Moore and Donald Sutherland both were fantastic. Timothy Hutton was great. Mm. But the mother the mother gets to a point where she even says to Timothy Hutton, I wish you were the one who died instead of your brother. Wow. And then the dad is trying to mediate between the son and the mother and he's just you know, She's kind of—he's devastated yeah, wow. himself. Yeah, he's trapped between mom and son. It sounds like that, doesn't he? So Timothy Hutton uh, attempts to commit suicide, and he's hospitalized. And he sees a therapist played by Judd Hirsch. Okay. And the, the therapy scenes between the i am I'm, am I'm serious. We—I actually had to watch this movie in one of my graduate classes. Mm. Not had to. It, it, was a, it was a It was a, an assignment. <laughs> Fair. Watch this movie, evaluate the therapy scenes, and and we'll we'll talk about it. Got it. It it was it was really a powerful movie, and like I said, it, it's I'll just read the the uh, kind of the, uh, the description of it. The story concerns the disintegration of an upper middle class family in Lake Forest, Illinois, following the accidental death of one of their two sons mm. and the attempted suicide of the other. Now here's it will it, really, it really is a great film. I, again, if you want to feel happy and joyful after, it, it, it's it's a serious film, but very well the acting. If you like good acting and good writing. Mm-hmm. Definitely watch this movie. I, I highly recommend it. You want to be entertained, but in a different way. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah. I, I like, I, I do like serious movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like being in, involved in it. And even though it's, it's like, you know how some movies can be depressing. Yeah, it, it's okay though because it, you know it's a movie. But, but the, 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 the therapy scenes in this are fantastic. So the film was uh, received six Academy Awards. It won for Best Picture. Uh, for this was actually Robert Redford's directing debut. Wow. Yep. Robert Redford's Robert Redford's directing. Yeah. Debut. That, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Timothy Hutton was up for supporting actor. In addition, Donald Sutherland was up for supporting actor. Redford was up for best director. Mm. Um, best spring screen, screenplay. It was up for again, a lot. It, th- this really is a good movie. If you just want to want to sit down and see a, a well-written, well-acted drama, mm-hmm. This, this is a great film. And again, the therapy sequences are, are just, just fantastic in that one. Awesome. Yeah. So ordinary people is my number one yeah. round of applause. You don't need, you don't need any
0: special effects for that. Right. Yeah, right. You go.
1: <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw one in anyway. Yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> so I know we're, we are somewhat close to wrapping up here. Um, let me talk about our next episode. Yeah. Uh, I know a few episodes ago, we we did um, six things that you must know before you see a hypnotherapist. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. It's very valuable information for you. Um, the next episode, we are going to be talking about uh, the things you must know to hire a stage hypnotist, which is a totally different animal than a hypnotherapist. And and we'll hit more on on a lot of the things overlap, but they're very specific things that you need to look at when you're doing stage hypnosis, as opposed to a hypnotherapist. Got it. So that's coming up next, next episode. So again, a free hypnosis guides available. Look in the show notes for the link for that. It's just a PDF. I wrote, uh, you can download that. And the other thing I want to ask you is please subscribe to the show, wherever you're listening. Um, Apple, Google play, Spotify, wherever you're getting the show at, um, uh, Please like it and uh, leave, it, leave a uh, review. I would really appreciate that. And also, um, you know, find me on social media. And if there's some, something that you want us to, to, to address in a podcast episode coming up, let me know that, that as well. Because we I want to give you what you want. And, um, you know, we, we're, we're doing, doing podcasts every week. So, yeah, if there's something you really want us to talk about, let me know. And we'll get that on the schedule. You aim to please, sir. I do. I do aim to please. And, again, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. As we end, and uh, I'll see you soon, uh, but uh, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I'll see you next time.